Hey, welcome to the JR Show podcast. I am JR. I've got an absolute treat for you here today. He is the most sung artist on the planet. That includes the Beatles, Elvis. Tomlin's songs are sung more around the world than any artist. And he's got a great heart. Very funny guy. When you get him going, you're in for a treat here today. Let's get into it. Chris Tomlin, my guest here for the JR Show podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, will you please put your little paws together unless you're driving for today's guest, the legendary Mr. Chris Tomlin. Hello, sir. Hey, man. Good to see you. 2022. Hope it's as great as the last couple. Because <laughs> those were just delightful. <laughs> I heard that uh, the comedian Nate Bergazzi, right? He's coming in. Uh, I had him on the show in 2021. I love me. He just yeah. he walked on stage once and said, "2020, one of my favorites." This is great. <laughs> and I started laughing. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, I remember that. We're huge Nate Bargatze fans oh, at the station. Amazing. Toby Mac hooked me up with a meet and greet when Bargatze came to Naples, Florida. Really? And it was like we were all just like ah, yeah, yeah, yeah all best. over the guy. The um, yeah, guy on. Do you listen to Nate Land podcast? It's Bargatze's podcast. No. that's gone worldwide. Is it awesome? Oh. It's unbelievable. It's Nate Bargatze's show with two other Nashville comedians talking about nothing. Like they pick an episode, every episode they pick just, okay, today we're going to talk about Rhode Island and they just talk about Rhode Island, but it's all just jokes. Yeah. And then sometimes it'll be the two thousands or the eighties and they'll just talk about it uh, the oh whole time. God. I've got a Nate Land. Nate Land. Okay. The Nate Land. Look podcast. what you learn when you go, when you come here today. <laughs> hey, you taught it. me about the world's greatest turkey. Yes. Um, absolutely. Gobblegobble.com. Gobblegobble.com. And uh, so Nate Land is my gift Thank back you. to you. Thank you. <laughs> I just want to ask, uh, you know, your kids are still in that wonderful age yes. where everything's incredible. Yes. Are, are they well? They're good. They're good. Ashland's 10. Madison's 7. L is 1. Um, Ashland, just this past week, is um, unbelievable. We were on the phone. I was out on tour and out on the road and I called him I was doing FaceTime doing the thing and I said um, and we've been telling Ashley what's going to be your maybe two things she loves dance and what's the next thing you know what's two things you can really focus on and she said dad I think I got it I was like what is it? she goes I think I want to be a songwriter oh. and I was like wow this is the best and uh, she said do you know anybody that could help me teach me <laughs> do you know anybody that could help me write songs and I was like, well, um, and she goes, I want to learn how to do it. And then my wife chimes in. She goes, well, there's Roots Academy down the road, and there's Chefs down the road, and they've got these teachers that do it. And I'm like, and I'm just on the face, and I'm like, I'm right here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> my wife's, she's not cluing in either. And so. <laughs> yeah, I don't know which is worse, your wife not saying something? Or <laughs> and then, <laughs> she, and she's like trying to figure out, Google who teaches songwriting. And I said, well, you know, I write some songs, and uh, I, I've written some, and and, uh, and I was just kind of looking at them on FaceTime. And Ashlyn goes, you write songs. <laughs> you could have gotten really upset. Like, there are tribes in Africa that are singing songs I wrote on my Ashlyn porch. Goes, Ashlyn, she goes, you write songs? And uh, I, was like, I was like, yes. And she goes, wow, I thought you just sang them. I didn't know that you write them, too. That's awesome, Dad. And it was just this, like those great moments of like yeah. kids will keep you exactly in the place you need to be. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought Matthew West writes all of them, <laughs> and you just sing them. Oh, that's that's great. Think. Good for you, Dad. Yeah, good for you. 
Then she called me back later that day on FaceTime. I was like, hey, Ash, what are you doing? She goes, you wrote How Great Is Our God? And I said, because I, and she goes, mom's telling me all the songs. We're looking up the songs you write. And, uh, cause I don't think my wife knows which ones either. Yeah. And so, um, <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> How did you woo her <laughs> with good looks? <laughs> oh, beginning of our dating, like there was a song that came on. She goes, gosh, I love this song. And it was some, uh, like, they were singing it in church. And I said, I, I wrote that song. And she goes, are you kidding me? Yeah. I was like, no, there'd be all the time. And I was like, you know, you might want to look like you, <laughs> Wikipedia. Yeah, it's really easy. She would, she would say, "God, I love this song." And I was like, "You know, I wrote that song." Yeah, and she's like, "In my PJs." You, you did. <laughs> See, that is so savage that you wooed a beautiful woman and never dropped any of those hits. Right, right, and she didn't know. That's baller. Right that, that's there. how you know it was real, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think you guys are going to make it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I give her a hard time all the time. I was like, you know, you could look it up. I mean, it would be great if you knew some of them. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Um, let's talk about new music. Will you just, um, you know, obviously you had, I got a question about your your country era because you and I, uh, well, you and I have always an talked about, <laughs> you and I have always talked about the fact that you, Dreamed of doing country or playing yeah. second base on yeah. for a baseball team, yeah, and yes. you, I couldn't but, decide when I was. But a kid. the label always was right there, going, "No, no, 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 yeah, yeah. it's not time." So th- my question's coming on that. But you did have this cool little window of teaming up with these great artists. But now the album that we want to introduce our audience to, just kind of talk about uh, the going back to the roots yeah, thing. Yeah. Well, for me, you know. It's always been about writing songs of worship, writing songs that help people connect with God, giving people, I've always thought, like, if I could kind of boil my mission of music down to one simple sentence, is to give people a voice to worship God. And that's what it's always been about for me since I was a kid. And so nothing has changed and in that. And I'm so excited this new music I'm working on is just that, just the next uh, step in line of that, of just helping people sing and worship God and writing songs for the church. Hopefully that the, that can find its way to people's lives and churches, and that's what I love the most. You know, this uh, we, we, we had some fun with a, a, a project that I did with this country thing that I never thought I would ever do and wasn't even looking for. We've talked mm-hmm. about that. wasn't even trying, and it was it just kind of happened. That was so fun. Um, but... This this record is really this this new album is you know, the core of who I am. Just songs of worship, and I'm really excited to uh, to you know play some of these new songs and let people hear it. The Tomlin United tour is coming to Tampa, Orlando, and Atlanta, yes. and uh, Hills. So they have to have a time limit on how when you can have people in a building <laughs> with that many hits. How are you going to squeeze? From oceans to yeah. mighty to save to how great is our God, blah blah blah. I'm excited about this tour. You're gonna have to do a medley or two. I, I'm, yeah, I'm <laughs> very excited. Joel and I from from United um, have been talking about this and how are we making this night really special. And you know, when you think we've we've talked about this for, I met those guys, I think, uh, gosh, 16, 17 years ago, and we've just, you know, both of us been doing it for over two decades now, and. I think we've talked about it for a long time <clears throat> as we've been in the same circles. What would it be like to tour together? We have uh, two really different worlds in bringing those together on a, on a tour. What could that be? That one plus one equals three kind of moment. And thinking about all the songs, like you just said, how do we 
Like, I'm just thinking about the the uh, incredible opportunity to play songs and with the people in the audience, and they have these moments of like, oh my gosh, this song meant this to me. Mm. And then the next song, oh my gosh, this song meant this to me. And so, yeah, when you go from these different songs, How Great Is Our God, A Good Good Father, to Oceans, to like you, like you said, um, so alive to i mean i mean it's just going to be so many great songs and so figuring out how to do it we're um it's gonna be it's gonna be a a task so what's the meeting look like like (laughs) does everybody get to put certain songs on the table because you're dealing with time at this point so like okay here's what i'm bringing to the table yeah you put your list out yes what is there any we can do together yeah we're gonna be yeah we're talking about that how do we do this together how do we yeah. How do we start the night? How do we end the night? How, how's the middle of the night work? We've just been dreaming about things of like, what if I'm singing How Great Is Our God? And and then all of a sudden, the, the, a stage in the middle of the thing shows up and they start singing. You know, Hosanna. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And all this kind of thing. So, gosh, that's great. Because anybody who's been to a Tomlin show, or a United show, you're like the whole night. I knew every song, mm. but now to merge that together is pretty, pretty incredible. So yeah. looking forward to that, having yeah. that in a few of our markets. Yeah. Thank you, man. We're getting to this a little bit later than I wanted to. Usually we do this right out of the gate, but I forgot. We have a green screen behind us. Okay. And uh, all the artists, we give you a chance to pick the background. So when these, you know, when you say something very spiritual in about 10 minutes, it's going to rock somebody's world. (laughs) Or I say something incredibly funny that's going to make somebody spit water out of their mouth. When we share those clips on socials, Mm -hmm. there's going to be a scene behind us. Okay. You get to pick. Do you want Walmart parking lot? Do you wow. want the Great Pyramids? Do you right. want? I know you you spend a lot of time in in the Rocky Mountains. Yes, I'll, I'll, I'll do. I'll do Colorado. I'll okay. do. I'll do. I'll, I'll do some kind of Rocky Mountains. It doesn't have to be Colorado, but you know, just the a good setting of of. You feel like you're in the mountains. You you you're hearing John Denver right now. Like yeah. you're hearing the music of John Denver coming through. Not me. I'm hearing Rocky Top. You'll <laughs> always be home, sweet home to me. A uh, little rockier. Yeah, yeah, a little rockier. Okay, here we go. More further west. <laughs> okay, here we go. There you go. How's that for you? Yes, I feel it. Yeah. Oh, Could feel, you climb that high? I feel it. Oh, absolutely. Or are you a base camp on, guy? I've been doing that one. And <laughs> are you talking heli skiing where they drop you off and you go down? Yes, yes. Yeah. And and somewhere down in there's a river. And at the end of the day, and, you know, you kind of fly fishing and you're catching your dinner. Yeah. You know. With and, the fly fishing guide that used to hit you? <laughs> or do you think that guy you is in, a girl. You, you cuss like a girl <laughs> do you think that guy is still in business because you said so. he got beat up he got by beat up he got beat up pretty bad after my, yeah my fly fishing yeah, it was that was one of the most horrific moments of my fly fishing <laughs> still remember that side he had a whistle yeah blow every time a trout was on he'd blow a whistle fly fishing is supposed to be this calm calm like very gentleman like brad pitt yes, in a montana cool. river it's quiet you can hear an eagle somewhere Hundred percent. You cast like a girl. You <laughs> blowing a whistle as loud as you can. <laughs> you cast like, and hitting my arm. Yeah. You cast a girl. I was like, oh wow, we're we're done. Yeah. I think we're. Done I'm on this. vacation right now, <laughs> and I'm stressed. <laughs> I think I'm we're on done. vacation. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the the country. We've told the stories on the air about just miraculous moments. We're running into was it Thomas Red or one of yeah. the guys from Florida, Georgia? Yeah, both those guys. Yeah. In, in a gym. Yeah. Yeah. Tyler in a gym. Thomas at a concert, yeah, yeah. And they're they're all kind of having these spiritual rejuvenations mm-hmm. in their heart, and then they run into you, and all of a sudden, these great songs get born out of relax, uh, you know, miraculous moments. Mm-hmm. 
um and the songs were just huge we played half of them lady yeah, I know. a i know you guys have been so supportive of the songs thank you so much oh uh, you're That's welcome so- i fought hard for all of them you know and <laughs> i know i know it's your favorite <laughs> look carmen's like i'm done with tomlin and i'm like these are hits yes yes <laughs> We Thanks need to. So much. We need to think Thank about you this. So much. I know. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate um, but so, because we kind of, you know, I feel like there was a genre being born of, you know, half of our audience would be down with a kind of pop, faith based, and country mm-hmm. merger. So this was kind of like a cool little window for you that happened. Now you're going back to the worship, but. Um, uh, I wanted to ask you, is there another genre of music that you like that would be a cool, if you ever decide to do this again, not country, mm. that would be another genre that you can see yourself musically exploring that's not worship? Yeah, great. great. Soundtracks or polka? <laughs> <laughs> it probably would be funny. You say you say soundtracks. It probably would be. That's what I I love that music and i yeah. love um listen that's what i listen to a lot me too i'm the same and scores i love that and um mm. and so if i've always thought i would like to figure out how to like take some of the catalog of my songs and make this uh and make these scores of them or just listening with and, strings yes and just beautiful things like that so yeah i love that Which music smitty has done incredible. he's done incredible at that yeah and i've told michael before i'm like there's God made a, made our bodies to react to strings. Yeah. Horns will do something to you, but strings make people emotional. Y- yeah. And that's why some of the best movie scores, it's mm. like uh, Zimmer and, and those guys, something about a violin, a cello creates emotion in people yeah. that, that the beginning of Star Wars with John Williams horns does not do. Right. It doesn't spur emotion. So when I hear Smitty's album, he did those couple worship albums. Yeah. And a lot of them, a song will start it's a hymn, but it starts with a, somebody on violin, and yeah. I'm like, I'm in. Yeah, whatever this is about to be. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah. You know, one of the funny things I, one of my favorite stories when I was traveling and going to different studios, I got to go to Abbey Road, in in London, in London, and that's where you know the Beatles made their records. That's what it's famous for. Um, it's famous for the Beatles. When you go in there. It's got photos. It's got the album photos of the Beatles and Matt Redman. Oh wow! I'm not yeah, because like, he did a live album. He did live there, and the lady who runs the runs the front of the Aero, she loves him. Oh wow! And so think of all the massive records, <laughs> and Redman's like, he's always like, yeah. <laughs> and, it's, and so it's great. But we go in there, and I was asking this older gentleman. He'd been there for the longest time, and he was a, like a in, little intern when the Beatles were making their records and yeah. stuff like that. So you know, want to ask him questions like that? And I said, what's the best moment you've been to in here? And in the studio, he said, oh, he said, by far, um, it wasn't the Beatles. He goes, I was standing in this hall, and John Williams walked out, and he had a piece of paper, a staff paper, and he was writing, and he was humming Darth Vader's oh, no way. thing and writing the notes down. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, no and he way. goes, and I was standing there. And he goes, little did I know, I didn't know that would be a famous melody. Yeah. I was just hearing but I remember hearing it for the first time as he was just up and down the hall singing it to himself and writing the notes on staff paper. That's crazy. I mean, isn't that crazy? Oh. But how much, did you show, how much music can, like, it's so, it marks things and marks yeah. people. And, and, and then so, Matt Redmond walked by. <laughs> <laughs> ah, no, that's, that's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Let me erase that. <laughs> That's a great story. Yeah, yeah, man. That's crazy. Yeah. All right, so scores would be it. Okay. Yeah, definitely. I'll go into something right there. 
Growing up in a salt mining community, Grand Saline, Texas, uh, were you a PK? No. Okay. So um, I, I grew up the son of puppet ministers. Oh, wow. This at, explains so at, much. At, <laughs> it's not a line of work I pursued after <laughs> the line stopped there. The generations, fat. my son will not be this a puppet a minister. Thing. There's not a lot of us out there. There are a lot of support groups out there, but... Um, <laughs> Puppet ministry died with YouTube. Like, there's just too much on YouTube to keep people's entertainment. So, yeah, but yeah. back in the day, if a Sunday school had a puppet, yeah. you were ahead of the trends. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. were captivating kids. Right, right. So, my parents were puppet ministers, but my dad also works at a grocery store, changing the price tags 40 years up and down the aisles with yeah. a cart. Hated it, but did it because that was work. And so, I got to run the aisles of a grocery store after shut after the store was closed. And I was like, this is crazy. No other kid gets to do this. Um, for you, growing up in Grand Saline, what was a perk of one of your parents' jobs that you can think of? Like something no other kids got to do because of... Uh, um, my, dad, my dad was a pharmacist. And so, it was it was being... Um, my dad's pharmacy was like a real, like, like a small town farm it wasn't like walgreens or something cvs you yeah. know there was none of that there was no walmart thing it was a real little pharmacy and he had a baseball card shop in it i was about to say the pharmacy is where i got my baseball cards as a little 10 yes. year old boy my dad had a baseball card shop so i was all so we would always do the baseball cards and he had a music section over there with guitars and i and that's where i learned to play yeah. and um and then um and then we had a little ford uh pinto with a, uh, it was a car. For those of you who don't know what that is, because yeah. it was this little really really bad car, and uh, we would have our. Uh, that's where we deliver the the drugs, we deliver the medicine. <laughs> and so every day, that was my job at three o'clock. Whoever, whatever little old lady had called dad yeah. and said, "I need my I need my drugs." I'm picturing George Bailey, and it's a wonderful life when Mr. Gower said, "Deliver those completely." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> And so I would take them, and that's why I would go all all the houses. Delivering all the delivering all the medicine. Was there a there. sign? Did you have to put a sign on top? Like, no, we had it on that. We had it decaled down the side of okay. the car. <laughs> Professional pharmacy with uh, our phone number, uh. and uh, and that's what my dad would take me to school in. By the way, the Ford Pinto. Right. And uh, it was so embarrassing, and uh, but he, yeah. and he loved it, and uh, it would, and so we would, yeah. That was uh, so the pharmacy was our was our life. It was our whole life, and yeah. the, uh, so we, we had all the things though: the baseball card shop and the. In the in the music and it was just it was like a one stop place. Oh yeah, that's you know? where the town got their socks yes. as well. And yes, yeah. and the guy and the he's like five guys every morning with the coffee and just over in the corner yeah. drinking the coffee. And the- so if so, if you didn't have it, tell me there was a catalog where they could find. Let me know. Search the catalog. We'll get it here. <laughs> Exactly. What do you mean? Yeah. Well, let me go find. We got it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and camera. everything was. Um, I don't know if you had experienced the world, but you just you charged everything. Yeah. And there was no credit cards. Yeah. They would just say charge it. And so you would just write. A, I would write a ticket. No one bought ever bought anything. Right. They would just came in and says, "Well, just charge it. Charge this. They charge this." So I'm just writing everything down what it costs, and then at the end of the month, you would send somebody a bill for everything yeah. they had charged up, and you hope that they right. paid it back. It's still crazy. My children, you know, they see your kids, my kids, they see Walgreens and CVS, but I would walk probably two miles um, to the Rexels uh, yeah. pharmacy. And with a quarter in my pocket, and I would buy a pack of cards. And on the walk home, I would read the front and the back of every single one of those cards. Like anything could have been going by me. Yeah. But I was finding out where Mark Langston was born. Yes. And yeah. devouring this information. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden I was home. Yeah. And 
you know knew how many strikeouts he had yeah yeah but then and i think the internet killed all of that it you know killed all that my dad he my great was one of those moments you hear about my grandmother she goes in the closet and and finds all of these notebooks full of my dad's collection when he was a kid and it's all the stuff that's worth yeah it was mickey mantle and all the stuff you scrimsky and all the things and but dad had glued them all into like pages as a kid oh and, no and so that ruins all the value <laughs> and so they're worth nothing they, these things were worth like five thousand oh, yeah. bucks a piece dad had hundreds and hundreds of them and he the glued time. them and he glued them they're worth zero <laughs> and so he realizes this you know this whole thing so we used to like we would we would literally at night after the pharmacy closed we would take out that those notebooks take the cards off of the notebooks and like dad had this he had gone and researched if you microwaved them if you did <laughs> stuff you could get the glue off you get you gotta get them back to yeah. mint uh, trying to get in mint condition all these kind of things and then you got all the baseball cards uh things it was such a crazy moment in time and it's kind of just gone yeah to make you feel better we would take cards and throw it against this sort of gambling as kids but we'd take a card and throw it against a wall and you have to say if it's going to land up or down and whoever was right gets to keep it but the problem is we were throwing it against the wall and bash all the all the edges yeah 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 that's great all right let's last year uh every year you version bible app puts out there Here's the most searched for of our billions of downloads. Here's the most searched for scripture of the year. And they always put out their data, data, data of uh, what was the most searched for. And I always find it interesting what the world is Mm. searching for in scripture. So last year was Matthew 633. God takes care of the lilies. Don't worry about if you look at 2021 for you, if there's and I'll show you a tattoo of my scripture of the year because Louis Giglio did a talk when he was doing don't give the enemy a seat at your table. There was a bit of script. He talked about Habakkuk 3, and for some reason it wrecked me. Even if there's no grapes on the vines, even if there's no cattle in the mm-hmm. field, I will still trust the name. And just as a reminder, you know, I put some, a reminder on me to never forget that scripture. Wow. Um, so for you, 2021, can you think of one bit of scripture that was your verse of the year kind of deal? It was interesting. I don't know if it's my verse of the year, but it kept coming to me in so many different places. People would, I mean, I've got, I got texted like three times. I remember getting a greeting card and I turned on the back and the, that verse was on the back. Cause like, I was like, and it was, and it's frightening yeah. and it's teach me to number my days for it gives me a, um, for it gives you a, uh, a heart of wisdom. And I was like, what, what does this mean? And it's, I'm at the end. It's like, what is it? Kept, I mean, I just kept telling, looking at Lauren, my wife, and I was like, what? This is crazy. You I guys got, took out life insurance last year. <laughs> all the time. All the time, bro. It was just like, what is happening? I mean, I got it so many times. Everywhere I looked, it was teaching me to number my days. But how what a what an incredible yeah. passage, you know, to like be aware that life is so short and it goes by so quick. Mm-hmm. You don't have much. You, you don't you're just given this brief moment yeah. to live. And it, it says for it gives you a heart of wisdom. And I think that that is when you when you in that you just we just live so fast right mm. and we just forget that we don't have long yeah and so that's that's a big one for me is 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 I think God's been trying to get that into me because if, I, I haven't been looking for it but it's been coming to me in all these different ways yeah I, so that's a good one yeah let's end on this pre-show pump up routine for you is there any weird tradition because I know I found it very interesting you told me this one day I was like uh you you were like some person came up to you and was like 
I said hi to you and you didn't even notice me. And and you're like, I'm not a mean guy. I'm just laser focused, yes. which I appreciate as a fan yeah. of quality that God yeah. gives us skills and talents. But we're passionate about quality. And I loved that when I heard that about you, that at a show you were. Yeah, yeah you're leading people in worship, but you also want it to be good. I literally can't communicate like an hour before. Yeah. Like I'm smiling in my head. It's just like I'm envisioning everything. Yeah. So and like connecting with people and that kind of thing. So do you have some weird tradition or is it a vocal exercise? Is it something you do every show that I guess has become your like the need to breathe guys? Mm-hmm. They have cough. One of them, Bear, has coughing problems. So they, the only thing that would help is they found this wood in South Africa that would help Bear's breathing so he wouldn't go into a coughing spasm. And so pre-show, the Need to Breathe guys, they order it for every show, this wood that's only found in South Africa. Really? And it helps him breathe. Wow. No, which that, is a weird one. That's, a, that's a weird one. Now, mine's pretty simple. You know, I have, my, I have all my vocal warm-ups on my phone. I have to do it. And I have to do that. That has to start. For me, it's always 40, 45 to an hour before I make sure I start to do that. And that takes me about 20 minutes. And and that's a good time because it's just so, it's so, um, a lot of it's breathing and like, it's helping you get your mind right too. And then, um, and then we usually have something going. I don't know. In the, in the, I like to get like music going pretty, pretty loud in the yeah. dressing room. Just kind of like, like Tupac. Yeah, uh, yeah, a lo- a lo- yeah. How did you know? You, I get, you must California. Love. <laughs> right, Chris is getting ready. <laughs> yeah. It was for a while. It was uh, the Jesus is King, Kanye West. Oh right? yeah, we yeah. Just like we just like crank it all yeah. the time, and uh, it was so fun. But you're it's my Chick Fil A. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> some just kind of fun and light, and like gets you going, and like yeah. it, like gets the juices flowing. But yeah, that's a it's it's not much more than that. But okay. I have to like, but I do get like in that zone where I'm just like kind of oblivious to like yeah. everything else, and um, it's go time. It's go time, and and yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, looking forward to who who opens, or do you guys just how do you decide a coin flip to open Hillsong or Tomlin? We just kind of like do it open and end together, kind of. Okay, thing. that's what we've, we've talked about so far. Who knows? Yeah, and but my buddy Pat Barrett's out with me as well. Oh. He's gonna come on the nights and kind of get the whole thing kicked off. Oh yeah, that's no that's no right chump change opener. Right. Uh, There's like, a lot of hits, like like three of the biggest songs in the church. Oh, it's good, good father, and in uh, and build my life, and the way, and yeah. canvas and clay, and what whatever, and whatever else he's gonna come out with. But like, you know, I was like, gosh, you know, he's gonna. I was like, that'd be great just to have him walk out, get get yeah. the place going with, and then, yeah. Let me remind everybody that I wrote Good Good Father. Oh, no. And yeah. so here comes you his... hear it later tonight? <laughs> yeah. you remember that was me? Yeah. <laughs> that paid for my mortgage. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's so funny about that. Every time we're around together, people are like, you know, somebody's like, you know, does it is it weird for you that Chris gets the credit for Good Good Father? He goes, Oh no no no, it's it's fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> he's like my kids are really. Yeah. <laughs> we think about it when we're in a cabin in Aspen, and you know, we're like, this is not. His cabin's up there. Yeah, so. yeah. It's just not fair that Chris gets the credit. <laughs> Can you bring me some caviar? <laughs> that was his kid saying that. <laughs> Can you bring me some caviar? <laughs> That's horrible. All right. Uh, yeah, looking forward to, to you coming to town and looking forward to diving into great new to Chris you, Tomlin music. Always great to have. It's been a long time since I've had uh, a good laugh like that with an artist. 
some classic moments that uh, that I'll remember for a while. Big thank you to Chris Tomlin for being my guest. I do want to alert you that if you hit subscribe, you're going to be alerted when the next chat comes out. Would also love for you to follow us on Instagram and then uh, a nice five-star review. We'd, we'd be so grateful. Again, hit subscribe. You'll be alerted when we've got new stuff out. And you can share this podcast as well. If you tag us, maybe we'll just send out a few JR Show t-shirts. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. Peace.